This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From last year, just trying to, you know, redeem myself personally. Um, you know, cause that was a, well, a disappointing season. Um, and this year, you know, I just try to not to try not to let the unnecessary weight or, you know, negativity just weigh me down or you know keep it out, out, out off my plate so uh you know this year I've just able to have fun you know was able, able to been able to bond with the guys more so uh you know turn into a brotherhood so I think just that alone allows you to play more comfortable and fast and, and make plays we're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Yes, indeed, we are here on the pregame show. We've got Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, and we just heard from the Barry White of defensive ends. My God, that guy should. He should sing some songs or do some, you know, reading of books. I mean, that that is beautiful. His voice is extraordinary. Very caramely, deep-voiced. You, of all the times we've been in love and made love. He'd tell you, Barry White would be a shame. Uh, that's Robert Quinn. And he was the defensive player of the month for November. He had an unbelievable November. He had five and a half sacks and 14 tackles and six quarterback hits and he forced a fumble, and he is really on track, believe it or not, to set a new single-season uh, sack record with the Bears. I, I think it, he'd probably need some help to do that, but if he gets another sack a game, he'd be there. Um, pretty extraordinary the season he's had, and pretty pretty good considering how bad things were with uh, – the drop foot or whatever the injury was a year ago, he clearly was hurt because he's clearly a completely different player this year. Yeah, and it, it, you know, I, it, there's been speculation maybe he mentally wasn't in the right spot either last year. So really happy to see him overcome that, if that's true. Uh, I think that's first and foremost to see guys, you know, overcome that kind of issue if something's going on in life, whether whatever it is. But happy to see that. But what a heck of a year he's having. You know, at first we were roasting Ryan Pace for it because – he couldn't produce. He wasn't doing anything last year. Well, now he's showing, you know, why he's worth what he's worth. So it's, it's, I'm happy to see it. Uh, he's got a good matchup today against uh, DJ Humphrey. Thank God that's not Trent Williams over there again. I think Trent Williams eats everybody, but DJ Humphrey's having a pretty good year as well. So we'll see how much help they give him over there. I think that's the only player they need to slide to to try to take him out of the game. Um, but really happy to see him play at a high level. Deserves to be in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, if he continues to do what he does and b- beats um, – Richard Dent's record, that's that's uh that's an that's quite an accomplishment, man. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he he's been great this year and, and, and you know the only sad thing is that we, we haven't got to see what this defensive line healthy would have been capable of, right? Because yeah, Hakeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, Quinn, uh, Eddie Goldman hasn't really played like Eddie Goldman, so we haven't got to see them, but it's good to see Quinn back. I told you guys uh, that I went out to that O-line masterminds run by Duke Mannyweather yeah. where they bring in all the top offensive linemen in the NFL, and they talked about Robert Quinn's cross-chop move, that it was the toughest move to stop in the NFL. And like you guys, after seeing him the year before, I was a little shocked to hear that. But now when you see him playing and you see him bending that corner and he looks like Gumby, uh, I think uh, <laughs> Long – uh, Kyle's brother uh, said that uh, 
uh, his name slips my mind now, but said that yes. the guy can run the side of his ankles, and it looks like that. it looks like that when he when wow. he when he makes it those does. moves around the corner, uh, it's unbelievable. But even more than that is just how relentless he's been this year, right? You see him running down plays, uh, twenty yards down the field. So, like you said, Pat, and you're not shocked, right? That last year for some pass rushers, uh, obviously he was also injured, but with no crowd during a pandemic year. You're not shocked that some pass rushers took a step back, right? Because they feed off of that, man. They feed off that energy from the crowd. Uh, they feed off the crowd noise, especially a guy like Quinn. If he can get a step on you, uh, like you've seen when he was lying up offsides 100 times in a row, they're always trying to get a step on you. But uh, he has been fantastic this year. When you um, when you think about the way he's being used, I, I know Olin on the uh, on the uh, post game show that that you do. Um, the football show, whatever, um, the football after show, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry that, about it. That Alex Brown complains about uh, they run some games with him and they're, and they're just taking him out of the play sometimes. Is that something to reconsider or, or does that have value even if it doesn't succeed? Well, well, I think a lot of the problem with that was they were running a game and they all were screwing the game up and ending up in the same <laughs> gap. But, yes, when you have, when you have Robert Quinn one-on-one – in certain matchups, just let him go and get after that left tackle, especially the level that he's playing at this year. And, and, and yes, Alex Brown has talked about that uh, a lot, but sometimes you're wondering, okay, we don't have Khalil Mack. Are they going to give this left tackle a chip here? Can we run a game to get him free? But the problem was they weren't executing the game very well. But when he is dominating that left tackle out there, I say just leave him there and let him get after that guy. Yeah, and earlier in the year too, when they had him and Khalil Mack on the same time, by the way, they had we saw it two or three times. I think they had two two at two sacks out of the three times. So it also hurts not having Khalil Mack out there as well for him. Yeah, and, and Akeem Hicks, man, when he pushed that pocket before, True. but it just doesn't seem like we're going to see that Mully, That we're going to see the plan of we've talked about. Uh, how much money they have spent on that defensive line, right? How much those guys are getting paid this year alone. I think uh, three out of the top four guys in the salary cap are their defensive line, and we just have ne- – that's one of the biggest problems with uh, why the defense haven't, hasn't been dominant, why you haven't seen the takeaways, because really it's a defense line that forces the quarterback into throwing it early, uh, speeds up their timing, and now the cornerbacks can jump routes. And some of that is why – this this secondary has struggled so much uh, they've had to cover for longer than I think people thought they would have to. And and I totally agree with that, Olin, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to keep the focus more on the guys playing than not playing because I don't want to offer them an excuse. Mm-hmm. You right. know, life is tough in the NFL, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to deal with some injuries. That's just the reality of it. We all know that. The other element is if you if you have a if you have some kind of a an area where you've made a bad decision that is going to bite you. So if if these guys are out and the pass rush isn't giving the time to the secondary, well then we're going to say, what the hell were you thinking with this secondary? Not oh, it's a pity you had injuries, and I, mm-hmm. and that's why I think it's always you always want to be careful about offering them an out because to me they came in with real serious problems in that secondary and on the offensive line, and that's hurt them. Mm-hmm. And and the offensive line seems to have gotten its act together, but the secondary, you know, you hear Jalen Johnson talk, that might be the only guy you trust among the whole group. Yeah, and and, and you kept, you kept, you know, you kept uh, Jimmy Graham and got rid of Kyle Fuller mm-hmm. as, as your cornerback, and you kept Jimmy Graham for two or three plays a game. But, but their plan was to have such a ferocious pass rush that maybe we could get away with these cornerbacks. And like you're saying, Mully, it caught up to them. And they really didn't have a plan at left tackle because they weren't even thinking about uh, Jason Peters before they went and got him. But he came and he's such a professional. He's played at a, a pretty high level. Yeah, Mully, I, I think Ryan Pace is still in trouble. I just I think what we just talked about there, the lack of depth he's built, you know, trusting trusting the guys would stay healthy. A lot of these guys haven't stayed healthy. Akeem Hicks hasn't stayed healthy the last couple of years. Khalil Mack has played through injuries, so he's, 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 but he hasn't been 100% healthy. So you're hoping those guys can play well, and you're hoping they can play to their standard they set, but they're older. And then he goes out there and he gives you what, you does, what they have on the back end. Yes, Jalen Johnson, to me, I think today is going to be a great test because they have so many weapons out there. The weeks past, what we've seen, at least when I've watched, like just put the game on fast forward and just kind of going through to remind myself of what happened in the game, 
the ball's always going to Kendall Vildor's side. Jalen Johnson has right. to love Kendall Vildor because they never throw to him. But I think today they will just because they have so many weapons that they're going to spread the ball around. And then I'm guessing that Jalen Johnson will f- probably follow uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think that would be the smart thing to do. I, I, I don't know. There's just too many weapons for those guys. But the DBs-wise, that's just been that, that, that's been a giant swing and miss by Ryan Pace, in my opinion. You were hoping that Eddie Jackson would come back and play better. He still doesn't have a pass breakup this year. Mm. Not just doesn't have an interception. He doesn't have a pass breakup. So you've misevaluated on him as well. Tayshawn Gibson, to me, is just an NFLer. He's a good, he's a decent NFL player. He's yeah. a roster spot guy. You would hope that you would have somebody like that at cornerback and nickel, but Ryan Pace missed on both of those spots as well. Yeah. Um, we have, I don't know if this would be considered breaking news, but we have Big Z tweeting, mm. and he says uh, that they had a, uh, basically he says that they had a session um, uh, with Roquan Smith he was getting some work with Andre Tucker. Uh, Biggs is watching it. And then his final uh, tweet on this, uh, Smith's sex- session with Tucker and inside linebacker coach Bill McGovern has wrapped up in half-field sprints. Didn't look like Roquan was able to open up and go full speed. We'll see when the team uh, announces who's in and out at 1040. So it, it's it, that's, that's disappointing. Roquan – apparently didn't do any kind of full sprints before the game. I don't know if that's an indication that he's not going to be able to play in the game, but it sounds like it. Yeah, but yeah, who that, cares? Because if Roquan can't go, that's Ryan Pace's fault, and the secondary sucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> See? See? That's what, no that's excuses, Bully. Yeah. Okay. No oh, excuses. Man. Yeah. Got I'm just saying he's out. Up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 hey, they, you know, I mean, the the reality is, and I, I wonder if this is unfair, or I'm piling on okay. uh, with with Ryan Pace. But when you are when you are paying through the nose to have veteran players at the at the defensive line positions, isn't there a danger that as age and and uh, wear and tear kind of add up, that you're more likely to have injuries than if you had a bunch of 25 to 27 year olds? Well, and Akeem Hicks now, he, he is older, right? And he, he's in the last year of his contract, right? And you got Eddie Goldman there. You've got a young guy. You're hoping he comes back from the pandemic and plays well. You're hoping Bilal Nichols continues to develop. I think he's taken a step back since Jay Rogers went to San Diego. But um, Khalil Mack, I, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, I think he's in his eighth year, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but that's your prime. Yeah. That's your yeah. prime in the NFL. And, and I know what you're saying. He has been – uh, nicked up the last few years. He has played through it, uh, still been a dominant player. But I, I think we're talking about him like he's an old veteran player, and he's not. Right. Well, I, I think I was really referring more to Akeem because mm-hmm. it seems like he's been hurt and he's been out. And, I, and, right. and uh, guys, I got to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, I think he probably has a high ankle sprain, which is a disaster. That's like a six- to eight-week injury. That's, that's not good to have a high ankle sprain but they haven't talked about it at all. And you can't help but wonder if a guy like Akeem, and, and I've heard the same accusation made about Allen Robinson, if if there are guys that are on their way out of town and are more concerned with how they look going into next year than than uh, whether or not they're they're putting uh, able to play and putting bad tape on. And I, I, if you were running a football team, what's the bigger, what's the bigger thing? Is it availability or is it good tape? If you were, deciding who to bring in or what to do oh, that's a good it's, it's, a, it's a great question man and, and you 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 gosh I hope that that is not what's going on up there and and that's just it goes through the whole that that puts a lot of people in the crosshairs right Pat that puts mm-hmm. I gotta get the trainer in my office I gotta get the rehab guys up there I need to talk to everybody up there about what is going on with these guys why do I have these stars out for so long uh, what is up with all our soft tissue injuries? What's up with our nutrition? What's up with our training program? Uh, there's so much now that you have to talk about, and and they cleared that out before already, right? They cleared that out once before and try to change that part of their program, and now here we are back again in 2021 with the same problems. But man, you you hope that's not what's going on up there. I mean, I'm sure they are injured. Uh, you, or you hope everybody's like Roquan and trying to fight to get back because. Uh, even if you if you're Keem Hicks, uh, you want to get back on that field and show everybody like people are saying you're trying to get old, 
You're starting to get nicked up. Uh, you want to get back on the field and show everybody you can still play. And if you're Allen Robinson, uh, you haven't had a great year uh, going into what if you think you're going to be a free agent next year. So you want to get in that field and, and put some more good tape out there, I would imagine. Yeah, and to talk about those two injuries. If I was Akeem Hicks, I would kind of want it known that if I did have a high ankle sprain, what it was. Because people know that that's a, that's a tough injury to come back from. If it's just a normal sprained ankle and you hear him sitting out week after week after week, you see a lot of guys play on sprained ankles. So obviously this is pretty severe. You're hoping it's pretty severe for him. And this reason why he's doing it. And hopefully, to me, I'm hoping it's a high ankle sprain because if I'm just seeing him in the training room with just a regular ankle sprain and not coming out and playing and practicing, I'm questioning that a little bit. And Olin, to talk to you about what uh, Allen Robinson with a hamstring, you do want to put some good tape out there. But again, I said hamstrings can be kind of scary, especially for a wide receiver. If you come back too early, then you just kind of play – at an average level, kind of finishing out your contract year, I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to be close to 100% as possible. I understand you want to come back and play for your team. I, I, I get that, and you want to win. But I think there's also a balance for him. I think he knows he's not coming back. He knows he's not going to be a bear again. He's got to also be a little selfish and say, all right, I need to make sure I can go out and produce to the level that I you know, expect myself to. Allen, Allen Robinson knows he's not coming back? Oh, come on. They're not bringing him back. Are you sure about that? Me and his agent were talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no way. Well, I, you think I, they're going to bring him back? You I, think well, he I wants know. to come back? I, mean, I, I don't want to come what, back. What, yeah. Who's their receiving corpse if he doesn't come back? Oh, they don't have what any. Does, what Darnell does podcast, Mooney, all by himself. What, what does his podcast partner say? <laughs> exactly. That's who we got to talk to. But I'm just saying, if you're Allen Robinson, do you really want to come back? Yeah, I mean, look, man, I'm going to come. He's making $18 million this year. I'm going to come back if if they offer me a good contract. Justin Fields going in the right direction. Depends on which way uh, uh, the Chicago Bears are going. But I don't know. uh, You were just 100% sure he wasn't coming back. So I was just just checking in with you. Make sure make sure here, that right? that 100% was 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, uh, I mean, you said Al, you, the, the thing you said was Allen Robinson knows he's not coming back. He knows he's not going to be here. Yeah. I was just checking in, man. I was making yeah. sure. And we're living in I my think, mind right now. Oh, I, I see that. I see yeah. that. I see, I've heard about <laughs> hamstring injuries, and I heard a whole new thing about Lovey didn't like hamstring injuries. He Lovey didn't. had hamstring injuries. I heard all kinds of new stuff today. That's a fact, I heard. <laughs> I heard Olin. I heard Olin accusing Pat of speaking from an orifice not usually associated with communication. That's what I just. <laughs> oh, man. Hey guys, Chicago's hometown Bloody Mary mix created in Chicago, still headquartered here. You know what it is? It's Zing Zang, the mm. number one Bloody Mary brand and the number one cocktail mix. And mixers like Zing Zing, Margarita Zit Mix, and, of course, the uh, the wonderful Bloody Marys that I uh, believe were sent to you guys that I have in my fridge. Full-strength cocktails in a can, 9% ABV, like two cocktails in one can. They are partners with us and good friends, and, uh, and I salute them in your honor uh, very often. So there you have it. We're going to be uh, right back here on the pregame show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, like I said all year, it's been a process. It's going to be a process. So, um, uh, the next step forward is you can continue to score more points and uh, uh, score in the red zone often. And, um, uh, you know, get a bigger lead to help out the defense uh, in any situation. I mean, they've been playing very well. It's been, you know, uh, little little minor situations like at the end of the game type things, but uh, helping them out and, and scoring more and uh, getting a big lead so they can have some uh, some safe haven in the in the uh, beginning of the game. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Oh, gosh, that's fun on the pregame show to hear some insightful comments. You get them all the time here from Olin Cruz and Patrick Manley. And uh, and you, you want real insight? Well, the fine folks at Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears, download the Bet Rivers app today. You can find out what the prognosticators think of these games and the point spreads and everything you, you need, and you can actually invest. Um, guys, that was Darnell Mooney, and he mentioned – that the defense playing great, there's a couple little issues at the end of games. I don't know if that really matters, and I think the Bears have a new uh, formula of just holding the ball for eight minutes till the game ends and then maybe kicking a field goal because you don't want to let those little issues that are cropping up uh, in terms of losing on the final drive. You, you want to keep those at bay. That 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 was uh, that that was quite the comment that that he made. It was loaded. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the comment. Just a few few little hiccups uh, there, like you know, blowing the game a couple times. Uh, you know, and, and we go back to that eight minute drive in Detroit, man. That that sideline, Pat. I mean, uh, it was hard to watch a former player, yes. uh, for a couple for, former players struggle like that because you're almost cheering for them to do well because you want more former players to get opportunities to coach. But uh, as far as Mooney's uh, comment, uh, you know, it just seems like sometimes, you know, there's not a lot to say when a year is going like this. Obviously you can't always say the right things because uh, every question, they're just going to play the part that, that you said that was wrong and just a you know quick clip that you screwed up and but that was a pretty big that was a pretty big screw up there. Uh, you know, the defense played good except for when they actually blow the game and we lose it. <laughs> Actually, he's honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard now, guys. It's so hard now to cover for your own teammates. It's gone so bad. Uh-huh. You yeah. know what I mean? You get no, the media yeah. trying not I, to I say anything. Know. You could do better than that, Pat. Yeah, you, you can. No, I know. But there's so many things that are out there. It's just like, oops, did I just say what I said? <laughs> he probably walked out of that uh, press conference and was like, wait a minute. I just said that, didn't I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oops, yeah. A little there's too no honest. Doubt. And he knew. It was gonna, it was gonna come out again on our, yes. you know, something like our yeah. pregame show this morning, where, uh, you know, the defense is playing great except for when they blow the game. Then that really sucks for them, man. Yeah. That, oh, can we go back to that the the Lions sideline yeah. for that eight minute drive, man? Mm-hmm. That that you're right. That was hard to watch because I'm with you. I'm pulling for former players to to coach well, to succeed in this league, and then to see what they did and just all this. It made me feel like, wow, Matt Nagy's not that bad, mm-hmm. but. That was just that bad over there, and that was awful. And thank God they, that happened because you, what, where would we be talking right now if, if the Bears lost to the Lions? Oh, oh God. Man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, we'd probably be talking about all the things that are out there, all the you know, right. speculation that Sean Payton, uh, hey, he's gonna, yeah. he, he wants to come in. Um, good God. I mean, there's God, somebody. I felt bad. Yeah. That, well, but, but that um, – those two timeouts in a row, mm-hmm. I, I said this uh, on Friday, I think it was, I'd never seen that in the NFL. Like, I didn't know that rule existed, that that was illegal, because I'd never seen it happen. And then it turns out that the official wasn't even supposed to acknowledge All the timeout, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but did it, you guys know that, that rule? Game, did, right? did, the, whole, the draw call by Campbell. It, oh. it was just watching 
of the play yeah. calling the whole game was just – it was something to watch, man. I mean, and I know he's fired Lynn as a coach, and, and they got – uh, you know, as as much as we're trying to find topics on our pregame show, can you imagine being the Lions <laughs> pregame show? That, that must be that must be a fascinating yeah. three hours to come up with stuff to talk about about that Lions team. But yeah, you're right. You watch their sideline and, and just to completely fall apart like that, right? And um, obviously Anzalone, their linebacker, you know, only giving a half the field, calling off the. The uh, blitz zero to only half the field. You got to yeah. look to your left, too, Anzalone, just in case they might need that call, too. But uh, it, it was crazy to watch. Yeah, if I was up in Detroit doing the pregame show, I might be calling Mitch Rosen right now and say, hey, can we just cut it down to an hour? <laughs> just right. an hour real quick. We'll do matchup on matchup. Just break it down 11 on 11. We're done. We're out. See ya. <laughs> At least uh, I think it was Steve Rosenblum who had, I thought, a great line. He referred to uh, Dan Campbell as Dan Cannibal because of his uh, – <laughs> Knee-biting comment. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a chunk out of you. Uh, oh, all right. Thank God that, that that won't be the thing. But, Olin, I'm glad we mentioned all this because, of course, we want to know mm-hmm. what is the what is the coach-off. As you mm-hmm. look, and we've talked every week about – some of them were pretty uh, lopsided. The the coaching staff versus the coaching staff. Where to? Where does Matt Nagy stand against Cliff Kingsbury and company? Well, uh, going into the year, you heard Bob talking earlier from Arizona about how you know not a lot of people believed in Kingsbury, and you would have said uh, Coach Nagy and Sean Desai and Tabor Pat would have matched up pretty well against this staff, Vance Joseph and Rogers, who. Um, I know you know well, and, and, and yeah. I think people have a ton of respect for in the NFL. But when you watch this team this year and you watch uh, the way they performed, uh, you heard earlier talked about they've, they've won with Colt McCoy. You see their offense still working, uh, a tremendous success in the run game. Uh, their pass defense is great, although they don't stop the run well. But they find ways to win with key players out, and that's a direct reflection of coaching, right? So this coaching staff has improved. Uh, they got players playing well. They get the most out of guys like Colt McCoy. Uh, they get the most out of the guys who come in and, and, and sub for these key injuries. And you have to give when you watch them right now at this moment in the career, Cliff Kingsbury and his staff uh, doing a way better job th- than Coach Nagy and his staff. So I'd have to give the coaching edge to the Cardinals right now. Yeah, I agree with that. When I wrote this down, I put Kingsbury versus Desai. Obviously, edge goes to the cards. Vance Joseph versus Laser. Edge goes the cars. Jeff Rogers versus Tabor. I call it kind of even. Mm-hmm. Jeff Rogers, special teams coach, a very good special teams coach. That's Olin, a he's out. a little bit like. Um, That's a cop out. That's a cop out. <laughs> what? That's a cop out. You know both of them. You got to pick one. That's well, a cop out. No, oh, well, then I'll say Chris Tabor. <laughs> there you and go. I'll tell you why. You want <laughs> to hear right, why? Like, hey, yeah. you don't have to yell. hey, listen, snapper. you don't have to yell at me. I'm just saying, I'm not, okay? I'm just raising my voice. And I'll give you a little nugget all right, here. All right, this is, all right, go ahead. This go is ahead. something I, I don't want to fight. No, I don't want to fight. I'm no, you don't want to fight. Only you're fighting like my wife. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little special teams nugget here. They've got a backup long snapper, Bo Brinkley, playing in today's game. Matt Prater's missed a couple kicks since he's since he's been in there because the other um, the other long snappers on IR. But today in today in today's game with the weather, there could be some issues kicking wise, and I think that could help the Bears with having this long snapper in there who's been struggling. So, therefore, I will give my edge to Tabor. Might come up with some good rushes, some good ideas to to mess with this long snapper who's struggling. So, there, there's my answer, Olin. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll lower my voice now. <laughs> uh, I wasn't yelling at you. I just raised my voice. I, I've, I've had that conversation about 50 times, fellas. All right. So, so um, we, we look at this and we talk about the coaching battle. Um, the talent, it, you know, the talent battle is really the issue here. And the fact that they're healthy, even if it's it's 10 o'clock in the morning, even if it's if it's sleet or whatever, um, how important is it to look at this? I don't know if you followed some of the, the uh, fantastic news from last night, but Tevin Jenkins mm-hmm. is going to be uh, on the active roster. We'll find out if he's active or not. Uh, they also brought up uh, – uh, the uh, Rodney Adams was one of the great stories of training camp and one of the great dis- disappointments of training camp when he didn't make the team. He is up and we'll find out if uh, ready to go. And I believe Bruce Irvin, who they signed, I had almost forgotten they signed him a couple weeks ago. He's now ready 
to be maybe that pass rusher opposite uh, Robert Quinn. Or maybe he comes in and replaces Quinn. Who knows? It's the Bears, for God's sake. And that, that was a bad joke. But what, <laughs> what, um, whenever you see them bringing in people or, or moving guys up from the practice squad, I never consider that like a happy moment. I think some of the individual stories are interesting. But obviously, you know, we're talking about um, you, you, it just means you're down starters. Yeah, and you're hoping Bruce Irvin maybe can catch catch a little, you know, some of his old Bruce Irvin back. I know he had an ACL injury early last year, and then I guess had surgery again on it. Maybe that's something that maybe they brought him in to help out uh, um, Tariq Cohen to, to teach him about how to get double <laughs> surgery if he had double surgery on the uh, the ACL. I don't know, but you're, you know, he had a nice year in what 2019 in Carolina. So hopefully he can help out this team a little bit and bring something else off the edge because the other guys they had. They just, they're not bringing it. Tevin, uh, Travis Gibson's playing okay, so hopefully he can help. Yeah. Uh, and then Tevin Jenkins, I don't know, Olin, you'll probably break it down a little bit better, or you will break it down a little bit better about what you expect to see from him. I, if he's if he's active today, I'm guessing he's going to be one of the starting tackles on the field goal team, so that'll be good. Yeah. He might get a rep in there or two. Um, so, you know, anytime you get these guys stepping in, stepping in like that, you're hoping that as far as the old guys, you get a little bit of their old ways, and the new guys, maybe they can show a little bit, but... I was texting with Olin, I think, a couple commercials ago with Rodney Adams now up. They need to get Ryan Nall the ball and just play this as a preseason game and see how we can get this thing rolling with the two preseason studs we have up now. You know, as far as Tevin Jenkins goes, like you guys said, you don't expect to see much from him today, right? You expect uh, them just to suit him up and get him active for today unless uh, they have injuries at the tackle position and then maybe they go with him. Uh, to replace Peters, which could, like you guys know, could happen at any time with, with where Peters is in his career. Uh, you know, no one really expected him to play uh, this long, far into the year in the first place. So he's giving you extra games here. So with Tevin Jenkins suited up, uh, things could happen fast, man. We, we don't expect to see him at all. Uh, we only expect to see him on field goal. But all of a sudden, you know, third series, whatever, of, of the game, uh, uh, Peters gets rolled up on, and all of a sudden, Tevin Jenkins is your starting left tackle. So hopefully, uh, he is healthy enough to play in case they do need him to go out there and play. But uh, they also have Alex Bars uh, that can play almost every position for them on the offensive line in case he is not feeling 100% healthy. But really, really interested to see uh, Tevin Jenkins out there. Uh, I don't know what they could have saw from him from practice. I don't know uh, where he is in his rehab. Obviously, they feel... He's healthy enough to be active today and, and probably be their backup left tackle if anything happens. And uh, like we just talked about, guys, uh, that could happen fast, man. He could be on the field in a hurry with who they have playing left tackle. Wow. That's, that's, a, like, that's a Welcome to the yeah, NFL. Mm-hmm. Welcome right. to the NFL. You go to the left tackle. Here's Chandler Jones. Let's go get him, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember uh, uh, Tony Wise told me I was going to play center and my first – if there was any injuries in my first snap, I was at left guard going one-on-one with Leon Lett. So welcome to the NFL. Uh, you know, it was weak ISO right behind. Uh, they said, Olin, we'll move Casey Wigman to left guard. If somebody goes down, you'll play center. So that's all you ever played. Then they yelled, get in there at left guard. And they said, no, I was in a three-point stance. In a left-handed three-point stance, hadn't done that in, I don't know, four years. And I was oh. going one-on-one with Leon Lett. So, like you're saying, Pat, at any moment, it could be welcome to the NFL. And you never know what's going to happen. You just got to be ready. All right. We got to get to Mark Rohde. He is going to give us the rundown of the injuries and tell us what he's seeing out there. He's been standing in the rain now for uh, a couple few hours. I saw him uh, out there very early this morning, and we'll uh, we'll get to Mark next. You're listening to the pregame show, Olin Cruz, Patrick Manley, and, of course, the fine folks at Bet Rivers. You should have your uh, – app downloaded do it during the break if you if you already haven't because this information we're going to hear from mark may affect what you want to get done how your investments work we'll talk to him next here on the pregame show we're back with more of the bet rivers sportsbook pregame show on sports radio 670 the score with molly patrick manley and olin Krutz. brought to you by bet rivers sportsbook official sportsbook of the chicago bears download the bet rivers sportsbook app today Oh, yes, indeed. It's the pregame show. We've got Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley. It's presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of Bears. And, of course, you can download that Bet Rivers app, and we're going to get all the info from the field right now. We welcome in 
the great man himself, Mark Grody, joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Grody! Grody time! Yes, gentlemen! It is, it is windy, drippy, cold out here at Soldier Field today, and uh, some good news, if the Bears can handle it, and that is that Roquan Smith will play for the wow. Chicago Bears today. Yeah, he was out here a little bit earlier. I was kind of stalking him as he was uh, go, running up and down the sideline, going through all the, you know, trying to pass all the tests. He walks to the tunnel, and I said to Roquan, as he was walking with the trainer, I said, well, are you going to play today? And he smiled, and the trainer kind of stepped and said, uh, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but he is, <laughs> he is playing today. Evan Jenkins has a chance to play today. He is active. He will be in a Bears uniform on the sideline today. I suppose the for the Bears today, if you look at it like that, I quite frankly don't because I think I'm looking forward to seeing Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray is playing, as is DeAndre Hopkins. The other inactive for the Bears today, yes, Justin Fields officially inactive. Um, Damian Williams out. Allen Robinson with a hamstring. He is out today. He's been doubtful every week. Uh, and uh, we knew he was going to be out. He's Tabor out. Marquise Goodwin is out. Akeem Hicks not going to play today, nor will Mario Edwards Jr. So that's that's the setup here from Soldier Field. I am near the massive heaters right now. So if that overcomes the phone line, just let me know. <laughs> hey, uh, Grody, you mentioned um, you know the lack of wide receivers. Are we going to see more Jimmy Graham then? Like maybe in a like kind of split out wide receiver role. I mean, it's possible. I'll tell you, this, the, the guy that I'm looking forward to seeing more of based on the Thanksgiving Day game, Pat, is Demir Burt. Uh, I, it was kind of a coming-out party for him that day, and obviously he had a good rapport with Andy Dalton. So I, I want to see if they can continue to work him into the game plan. But, yeah, absolutely more Jimmy Graham as well. Um, overheard today um, – Game plan, running the football. The, the field is wet. It is slick. Um, not not great conditions out here because of the rain that has been falling for the last couple of hours. The field is not tarped, so not exactly shocking or breaking news that the Bears are going to want to try to run the football today. But, yeah, without Marquise Goodwin, that, that allows opportunities, more opportunities for guys like Demir Bird and, and a couple of other guys too. But it'll be interesting to see what Andy Dalton targets today. Yeah, man. I mean, at least um, that's one person who wants to see more Demir Bird. Um, uh, Grody, hey, he was good uh, last week, no, Golden. Yeah. Come on, I mean, man. I, I got to check, check the stats. I got to check the stats. Okay, I'll got. i check okay, them. I'll, right. get, I'll get back to you right after this. Uh, I'll, I'll, yep. I'll send them to you. I'll yep. send them right like, to you. That part. You're, you're a party of one. You're a party of one right now. <laughs> what about his Mark Grody, party of one. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, okay. Grody, Grody what, what have you heard about uh, Tevin Jenkins and how he's looked at practice and, and if – if Peters does go down today, would he be the first guy up? Yeah, so I just talked to Juan Castillo, and I asked him, so it, it, I know he's out here. I know he's active. Is he going to play today? And Juan, the first thing he said was, well, you know, we've been, we've been ramping him up, and, you know, he hasn't had the full boat yet. I, I think when he said that, he meant actually playing in a game. And then I straight up asked him, I said, so is it possible that he plays today? And he said, yeah, yeah, it is possible. Um, I don't know if I'm convinced based on that conversation, but that's just, that's just one conversation, and who knows what he feels at liberty to say or not say. But, yeah, Olin, I think that they said one time, or Matt Nagy let it, let it out this week, that if he plays, ideally they would like him to be a left tackle for the Chicago Bears. So, you know, they haven't ruled out, you know, the, the, the right side, but Matt Nagy did let it slip this week that left tackle would be ideal. So perhaps there is some sort of rotation. But I, I'm anxious to see, too, like what they do with him based on, you know, Juan Castillo saying it's not out of the question that he gets into it. And, and, and why not, right, for a series or two? I, I would think that you give it a go, right, Olin? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on – I don't know what they're saying about him at practice and how he looks and how his strength looks, but I'm just – I was wondering earlier, Grody, I don't know what you've heard, if Peter – is he is he the backup left tackle? If Peters went down, would he be the left tackle for the rest of the game? 
Yeah, that, that, that's not clear. Yeah, okay. I, I could not get – I was not able to get that answer if he is the direct backup or if he'll even play. My, my guess is, though, yes. Wow. So I guess we look at this and you, and you start talking about the, uh, the number of uh, players that are out and, you know, obviously it's going to be a difficult um, idea. We know that um, Eddie uh, Jackson told everyone that the fire Nagy chants aren't helping. Uh, I don't know that that's going to keep people. Maybe the weather keeps them away. But other than that, I think we're going to hear some negativity if things don't go right. Oh, 100%, Molly. I mean, it's, it's coming. I mean, to be on the first play of the game, quite frankly. Uh, I, there, there's probably about four or 500 fans in here right now. I have yet to, to hear the fire, snaggy, chance break out. Um, I was told by my colleague, uh, Jim Schwantz, who works for Bears Radio, former Bears linebacker, that he was at a high school basketball game on Friday and and again, the chance broke out, so it's obviously happening all over the city and in the suburbs. So who knows what they'll have in store for them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Eddie Jackson was really the only one that spoke out about it and said that it, it does. And, of course, it's human nature. I mean, you got, you know, boo birds and fire your coach. Of course, that's going to get to the guys a little bit. But it could get ugly out here today for sure. Mark, who's starting at uh, the, the cornerback this week? Is it Artie Burns or is it Kendall Vildor going to get back out there? And then what have they said about going against this this uh, Cardinals offense? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Artie Burns. Uh, I actually had a little one-on-one time with uh, with Artie this week. And, yeah, he's what, what a weird career he's had. You know, the former first-round pick never has quite lived up to that. He, his first year with the Bears, it looked like he was in competition for a cornerback spot with then – Jalen Johnson, he, he gets the injury. He's out for the year. Kendall Vildor, just a steady decline this year in his productiveness. So, yeah, it, it should be Artie Burns today. And, you know, so many weapons on this team. Well, you know, as I told you, DeAndre Hopkins active. But you go through these guys. Kristen Kirk, 628 yards. A.J. Green, 538. DeAndre Hopkins, 486. Uh, Rondell Moore, 413. Zach Ertz, just for the hell of it. 269, not to mention a running back in James Conner who has 12 TDs this year. So I think as Sean Desai said this week, you can't cover everything. You know, like you have to kind of pick your poisons, and it's going to be on Sean Desai again to absolutely be on his game. And, you know, Sean wasn't going to tell us what what specifically they're going to really zoom in on today. But you got to kind of you have to kind of focus on a few things, and you know that you're not going to be able to stop everything that the Arizona Cardinals team is is doing, especially with Kyler Murray back this week after some time off. Yeah, I, I, have you seen the Arizona um, release yet? I'm just curious. Everybody's in, right? I mean, we've we. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They are in. Yeah, the two main names, Molly, yeah. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. They they are officially in today. Yes. Well, that's a pity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Cardinals out here at about eight, eight o'clock this morning, going through a full workout on the field all by himself. Mm. I thought that was a little strange, but good for him. We'll put that right in with the bird um, stuff. But hey, um, Brody, <laughs> um, listen. What are you uh, doing to me, Owen? Come on, man. Brody, uh, you got to build him up, Owen. Oh, no, no, oh. no, I got you. I got you. It, uh, <laughs> Eddie Goldman seems to be playing better as these weeks go on. Uh, big matchup today, obviously, versus Rodney Hudson. That's one of the matchups I really will be watching in today's game to see exactly where he's at because even though he's been playing well, it's been against a couple backup centers. What are the Bears saying at, at his development and how he's coming along now after missing the pandemic year, not starting strong this year? Well, they're, they're, they've been very, uh, pardon the pun, they've been very defensive about Eddie Goldman because you know, he's had a couple of really nice, like, Eddie Goldman-esque games this year. But I know that you, you and I, and you've brought it up a number of times, that we, we, it is inconsistent, his play. Sometimes you see it for a quarter, then you see it back off. We've seen it, I think, for one full game where he was really good this year. But when we ask, you know, like Sean Desai or any of the coaches about him, they, they say, look, the guy, the guy was, you know, gone for a year. He was banged up in training camp. Um, so they, it's almost like they're, they're overly sensitive about our critique towards Eddie Goldman, uh, which is interesting. But, yeah, I mean, 
especially with, with Hicks out again today. Who knows if Hicks is going to return and play at all this season, by the way. Um, so it, he, he becomes an important part. And you at least, I mean, there are things that you, you have to watch and want to know heading into the next few years because you would have to assume that Eddie Goldman is going to be a core member of this team going forward. At least, you know, if you have goals other than winning, at least get him right and get him back to the point where he is full-on Eddie Goldman. Hey, Mark, uh, today's game, I think we talked about at the beginning of the pregame show that the Bears need to be able to run the ball. And right now, James Daniels is playing as good as anybody on this team, and if not in the NFL, as a guard. I think you had a chance to talk with him. What did he have to say about getting the run game going? And then he's had, a, what, three different tackles so far this year, now gets Larry Borum next to him, and seems like he's getting a lot more comfortable over there. Yeah, I, and I I thought that that would be a difficult trick to turn in terms of getting used to different tackles next to him. And he said absolutely not, and he – said that he credits the the Bears system that Juan Castillo has put in place, that if everybody does everything the same technique-wise and the way that Juan Castillo wants it done, it hasn't mattered to him in any way, shape, or form. Um, so he, he says he feels totally comfortable. He also said something that surprised me a little bit, that it, it's to him there is no difference, no discernible difference in blocking for Andy Dalton than for Justin Fields. Of course, you have to be aware of, you know, scramble drills and things like that with Justin Fields, but he said it's really not that big of a difference. The only uh, critique I have for, for James Daniels is that he did tell me that Iowa would beat Michigan 12-6, to uh, and he was dead wrong. And I, I told him he was wrong today, and he said, oh, oh, I meant next year when they play, it's going to be 12-6. <laughs> Was that good, Olin? Was that, that good enough awesome, information man. for that, you? That was awesome. Yeah, okay. yep. That's insane. That's what you're looking for? Well, that, yeah, was, you, that was an offensive line tidbit. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess, Mark, the idea then is that they're going to come out of this season, speaking of the offensive line, with Borum at right tackle and with Jenkins at left tackle. At some point, they want to know – whether that's going to be their offensive line of the future, right? Isn't that the whole idea? Absolutely, Molly. Yeah, I think that 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 is the hope. That is the that is the blueprint for the Bears. And I keep saying this to people that like I know we're uh, we're what eleven games into the season. I already can't wait until day one of training camp next year because that's when every like it'll be Justin Fields' team. Hopefully, you will have the configuration of the offensive line that you like. You will know whether or not Allen Robinson is here and what exact weapons he is dealing with. So there is so much that is trending towards what the future is for the Bears on this team, not just Justin Fields, but as you mentioned, Kevin Jenkins, and as we just talked about with Eddie Goldman, getting him right, getting the guys right that are going to be hopefully part of this core and part of a potential Bears winning team in the future because we know that that ain't now. But yeah, it 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 would to me it, it's a disappointment if you don't have Kevin Jenkins ready and locked in by the end of this season and heading into next year. How many practices has he had? I mean, has he been in pads at all? There's like three practices or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he's been in pads one or two times. But even in those, and and obviously, I always have to give the disclaimer: we, we don't get to see the full practice. So oftentimes, right. all I see of Kevin Jenkins is the actual warm-up. And then when we ask about, like, how much is he practicing, it's, I, I've never gotten a full-throated, yeah, he was he practiced all out. It's always we're ramping him up. That That's the phraseology we always get. So how hard he's actually gone in a practice, uh, that, that is really unknown because they remain coy about that. Grody, have you, have you guys had a chance to speak to him about how he feels moving around out there and what percentage he thinks he's at? Nope, they have not uh, put Kevin Jenkins at the, the podium for us. So we we don't know. I mean, I I saw him on the field, and I, I just said, ready to go, and he just said, rock and roll. So that that's the extent of the, the, the conversations that we've been allowed to have with Kevin Jenkins at this point. Hopefully, hopefully, all of that, that'll happen this week. You know, he's active now. Um, and when players are inactive or injured, we don't get a chance to talk to them. So I, I can't wait to hear how he feels and what this whole process has been like and maybe get some answers that we haven't gotten from, from him or the Bears, quite frankly, on what's going on with Kevin. 
Great stuff. We appreciate it as always, bud. All right, Olin, I'll send you that stuff. Uh, I'll send you my new book, too. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Uh, as long as you sign it. you guys it. later. You sign it. And, yeah, and, hey, Grody, before you go, um, Allen Robinson's not coming back. Manley told us already. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, Manley yeah. knows oh, this already. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, Manley knows. Breaking news. You scooped <laughs> me, huh? Wow. Yeah, okay. Well, you said if he comes back. I mean, you raised the whole the whole idea. So I don't think – I think Ola is the only guy that's leaving that open. I don't know. Hey, you know, Allen Robbins and Nick Hicks, both free agents after this year. Do they want to even play? I don't know. So, who knows? Do they want Bye, to guys. play? Bye, guys. See right. you, buddy. See you, Grody. So, what did he just say? Neither wants to play <laughs> anymore? That's what you said earlier, Molly. You basically what? said that. He must have heard you on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did, did I say that? All right. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll try to pick through whatever the remnants of that weird conversation was. <laughs> we'll do that next. You're listening to the pregame show. We got Ole Cruz and Patrick Manley here on the score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 